Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. Hey, I'm Bob. And Bob still, we can hear him. That's good. <laughs> We're going to be here until, both going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We're also on WTIC's fake facebook page uh, and if you're still with facebook after watching the social dilemma we're there if you want to check us out uh facebook live and uh mike g's posting everything feverishly to the computer talk with tab.com website for you guys so you have links to the stuff we talked about feel free to get online we have three lines open for you right now 800-966-WTIC 522-WTIC and we thank you so much for uh joining us on the saturday morning let's go to rob in new hartford first what's going on rob Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing fine, sir. How are you? Yeah, doing not quite so good. Uh-oh. Uh, so listen, about six months ago, I took your advice as I was staring at my 14-year-old laptop that I wow. used for work. Yeah. And I bought a new one. Congratulations. And everything has been really nice. I good. boots up super fast, no complaints. And then I'm at my desk this past Tuesday, Tuesday morning, mm. I'm online doing my thing. Yeah, I come. I come back from lunch, and I'm disconnected from the internet, and okay. I can't get back on. My computer can see the router, but it's not connecting to the internet. How how can it see the router? You're pinging it. No, I click the icon uh, for, down the taskbar for internet, and I you know pops up Netgear, no internet, secured, and I've got four bars. Hey, so you're wireless. Yep. So I, I did the obvious. You know, I plugged, you know, got the cord plugged directly into the router. Yeah. Uh, network came up and it said identifying, and it just hung there for about ten minutes. So I gave up. I plugged directly into the modem, and the same thing happened. Huh. I'm thinking your TCP/IP stack needs to be cleared out. Why is this? I mean, this network protocol looks like it's messed up. Yeah, it could be that. Um, sounds like it's not getting a DHCP. Right. Uh, is your router one that actually can control access via MAC address? Do you ever play in that? Uh, no. No? Okay. No. So hardwired or wireless, you are not getting connected. Can you get to a, a DOS prompt? Can you um, type in CMD on the little yep. search bar and get to a DOS prompt? Let's see what kind of IP address you're getting. I suspect it's a 127, but I don't know. Why don't you type in IP config? 
when you get to that DOS prompt. Okay. All right. All Very right. Well. So what's your uh, network address, your IPv4 address? Is it a 192 address? IP, it's a, no, it's a 169.254.58.254. That's an IP address. That's exactly what's happening. You're not getting DHCP. Yeah. What's your default gateway? It's blank. Hmm. Okay. Well, the IP address is an automatic IP address. Yeah. I was is, just curious. I yeah. want to see what it said. All right. So you need to go to your network settings in your, in your laptop. Uh, and go to your IPv4 um, settings under your network configurations. Right-click under TCP IP settings and see what those settings are. Are they set to obtain, or did you inadvertently set them to be a forced setting? Um, something is is amiss. The IP settings, the IP assignment is automatic. Okay. Uh, now in my... Netgear settings page shows the IPv4 DNS servers as 192.168.1.1. Okay, so you're using a, network, a Netgear tool that looks like for you to connect some sort of interface between you and the computer, right? You've got a, did you load a Netgear client of some kind to help you with this connection? Uh, Netgear Genie? Yeah, well, the Genie's not working so good. I'm guessing the, the Genie could be part of your trouble. Deep six the Genie. You yeah. don't need it. So my right. thought is uninstall that silly genie because uh, it's not helping you. Reboot your machine. I bet you it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you your network comes back because I think the genie is just messing it up. Um, it looks like it knows the gateway, but it's not receiving, DA, it's not receiving a DHCP address. So it, Now, the other thought, though, unfortunately you can't get to it, though, is to get to your Netgear router and see if you somehow messed up your DH there's something wrong with the DHCP server on the router. Have you rebooted the router lately? I rebooted both. Yeah. A couple days, a couple times. Okay, so then, yep. So the, its own DHCP server could be messed up. You could always manually test this by putting in, so if your gateway was 192.168.1.1, you said? Yep. You could manually put in a gateway of uh, an IP address, uh, instead of saying obtain, of 192.168.1.10, let's say. Give your give your computer a one dot ten address two five five dot two five five dot two five five dot zero for your subnet mask, as it were, and then you need DNS, right? And which DNS server we're going to tell them to use, Bob? Uh, let's see, it's two zero eight dot six seven dot two 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 dot two two two, right? And two zero eight dot six seven dot two two zero dot two two zero. Those are the open DNS uh, DNS. So you can manually configure that. So we, we're going to try to circumvent the genie. Um, okay. And you set your IP addresses. Now, this might work, um, but it would be an, an indication, if it does work, that your genie is a problem or your DHCP server on your router is the problem because you're just going to give yourself an IP address. Did you follow that stuff? I know we went through it kind of quick. I wrote it down. You did? Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, but but how, why wouldn't I be able to get online by direct, uh, connecting directly to the modem? Because your genie's in the way. Your, the little genie is doing something to you. That little genie is controlling your network connectivity, and it's not helping you. Uh, that's what I'm contending. I could be wrong. Um, but you, the modem's not handing you an IP address, right? So the modem is, 
well, it would if you reboot it, but it, it's not because your genie's in the way. So uninstall that darn genie. Okay. And uh, see if you can just connect the old-fashioned way naturally. Um, it's not really a genie's not necessary. Or put this, put well, the IPs me, in yourself. Let me throw a wrench in. Of course. My 14-year-old laptop can connect wirelessly. Oh, then you've proved that that the uh, router is fine. It's not really a wrench that helps us. That means that your genie's even more of a trouble. I think. Okay. Okay. That that should, that should give you complete confidence that your that your router's handing out IPs. Right. So the only the only trouble I could give you, which is how Murphy always works, is what are the odds the the laptop that works is getting the dot ten that I just told you to put your laptop on. <laughs> <laughs> so in my world, the odds are really high. They shouldn't be, but they're really high with two hundred fifty six addresses. It'll be perfect that the laptop's getting the dot ten, and you know you'd have a conflict if you also put a dot ten in there. So if you go to your laptop and see what it's getting, if you run an IP config and see what it's getting for a dot. Whatever it is, could be dot ten, dot fifty, dot eighty six. Who knows what it is? Um, just don't give this laptop that address. <laughs> you will have a conflict eventually, but let's just see if we can troubleshoot this out. If after you you put the statics in there and you connect, remove the genie and set it back to automatic and see if that works too. All right. You follow me? I think so. Yeah, you seem a little skeptical. No, I, I can't work that fast so if i can't get this to work i'll just call you next week we'll be here yeah well, we're gonna be here till 11 o'clock so you you can try these things pretty quickly all right all i right. will do that hey i'll let you go and all right give this a shot all right we'll be here all right thanks a lot i appreciate you're, it you're welcome rob all right bye bye so yeah i mean sometimes these tools that come along with your your connectivity are more trouble than they're worth i mean neck your genie is trying to interface for him or trying to help him with the connection. I think it overcomplicates the whole thing. Right. So I don't use it. I've seen it. Yeah. It's more work than if you just don't use it. <laughs> yeah. So we have four lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Sal on the Facebook page is uh, asking us, you know, just, just making sure we knew that FUBU, of course, has Nessun, but he's having trouble with the Yes Network. Uh, of course, being a Red Sox fan, I don't care if you can't see the Yankees. Uh, <laughs> but uh, same issue, right? So uh, these these channels are charging too much, um, I guess, and you're not getting exposure. The Yes Network has the same type of issue. Um, it'll tell you where you can find it, and I guess it's available on AT&T TV, um, so I guess AT&T is happy to pay whatever Nesson is charging for that channel. It, this is going to be a problem for everybody. Either the prices have to come down, right, which is fine with me. How about you, Bob? Well, as long as they're making enough money, they don't care what they charge, you know. If, uh... Yeah, but you're not getting eyeballs. So nobody, if you're, you know, if you're on Yes and you just lost all sorts of YouTube TV subscribers, now you're no longer getting eyeballs well, to buy whatever. If they're, they're not selling. making any money, they'll lower the price. Right. You know, if they're making. Uh, plenty of money they'll keep raising it until they stop making and that's money. where the cable packages worked out i mean we were subsidizing like six channels of espn that's why people are dropping the cable yeah um but again these new packages are just bringing it all back so the beauty of being able to buy your own package for the things you watch maybe you're paying four or five bucks a month for those those channels fine if you want to do that right if you only have three or four channels there's so much content right now my wife and i spend more time trying to figure out what we're going to watch than actually watching it's crazy. You know, it's like a, a, 
a 90-minute movie or a two-hour movie, and you take the 90 minutes before to trying to figure movie. out what you want to watch. You almost have to sit down. You know how you get your watch list? You have to sit down as a couple. Well, as a couple. My wife and I like to watch TV together because if she watches something and I don't catch up, then it's a big mess um, in our house. So how much time do you think we should spend <laughs> to try to figure out across Prime, Netflix, YouTube, uh, HBO Max, Disney Plus, those are all these – there's so much content. You literally can blow an evening just figuring out what you're going to watch. In the old days, you had you know, just the cable channels when you said there's nothing, nothing to watch. Now you've got 15 bazillion options and there's still nothing to watch. <laughs> well, that's not true. There's so no. much to watch you no, can't decide. And the thing is you're going to decide if you're going to get invested in it. You know, like the Vikings thing we got invested. I mean, my wife and I watched all those seasons when they first came out. And then they, find, they have a final season of Vikings if you're a fan. So we had to go back and find a couple seasons prior that we had stopped. You got all this time to invest into figuring out, you know, all these characters just to keep the binge going. But it's nice to be able to watch a nice, cha- uh, a nice uh, series like that and not have to watch live news or, you know, you kind of get to escape. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of a nice thing, although the politics during Vikings are pretty brutal. We're going to step out for a quick break. We have four lines open for you guys. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We're here till 11 o'clock. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. Hey, Bob. And uh, we're here till 11 o'clock. We have four lines wide open. It's kind of odd. Some, some mornings you guys are jamming up the line. Some mornings you're not. Um, it's good. All the computer problems are solved as of the moment. <laughs> We've been doing this. I've been doing this show for 25 years, and Bob's been on it for a long time as well, too. We haven't seen time when it's all the problems have been solved, but maybe they have been. Maybe we can hang it up, Bob. No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> well, while we're waiting for your calls, feel free to, uh, to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We're going to get to another news item here that Bob wanted to bring up. Yes. Well, we're going to get to NASA. NASA was great at what they did recently. Yeah, uh, like, uh, well, there's three countries getting uh, stuff on Mars. I know. And they're talking about putting a uh, a station uh, on on the moon, obviously. Yeah. And uh, somebody wants to put up a, a space station that orbits the moon. Sure, so, why not? Yeah, I've been reading all sorts of stuff like this. But yeah. anyway, um, this is a CNET article. Uh, NASA... Uh, Boeing pushback launch date for Starliner do-over mission to the ISS. Mm-hmm. The first uncrewed test flight didn't work out so well, so oh, Boeing is gearing up to try again in April. Yep, nice. SpaceX and its uh, Crew Dragon spacecraft have been a bright spot in NASA's commercial crew program, which returned uh, astronaut launches to U.S. soil in 2020. Boeing... The other commercial crew provider still has some work ahead before it carries a NASA crew to the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want a repeat of uh, you know the Challenger. No. So anyway, uh, this week NASA announced a new target date of no earlier than April 2nd to launch the second uncrewed test flight of Boeing Starliner. Mm-hmm. NASA had been uh, aiming for a late March. The mission is called Orbital Flight Test 2 or OF2. OFT-2. Mm-hmm. OFT-2. Nice. Okay. Developing spacecraft is challenging, and hurdles and delays are a normal part of the process. Right. Teams are adjusting the launch date to allow more time for spacecraft and uh, hardware processing, NASA said in a statement Wednesday. 
the first major CST-100 Starliner flight test in late 2019 didn't go as planned. The spacecraft failed to reach the ISS, International mm -hmm. Space Station, yeah. but it did return to Earth safely. An investigation turned up software defects oh, no. and a communications link problem. Oh, Boeing vowed to conduct a second orbital flight test to prove the spacecraft's safety oh, please tell me it wasn't before like a, it carries humans on board. Remember the inches and meters issue they had where they went through the two different oh, systems and they were a little that. short? Maybe yeah. they just miscalculated and went only just up. <laughs> Boeing has been working to address the problems from the first flight test. Yeah. Teams conducted a full software review and several series of tests to verify Starliner's software meets design specifications. NASA <laughs> nice. So no, it wasn't Boeing. It was uh, that was a NASA issue where they had the wrong. They had miscalculated. They had the metric system and the uh, and the old school system that we use. And they had, the English yeah, system. They had kind yeah, they messed up measurement. measurements. Yeah, that could make a big difference. Yeah, too. you're a little short. See, am I two inches away or two centimeters away? <laughs> it's a big difference. <laughs> so, well, that's great, yeah. And, and the Perseverance landing on, on Mars was awesome. There's a great show on Discovery. It actually shows you the whole process of building Perseverance. And uh, it's such a clean piece of hardware that it was so clean that the, the metal on metal when they were doing the drill testing – it, it would lock up because there's actually a natural coating of whatever, some microns in, on, on every piece of metal device. You can't get it off normally, but they had cleaned it to the, such a level that there was nothing on this metal, and it literally jammed as it was going in doing its testing for drilling. So they made it too clean, which is really an interesting problem. never thought if they made it too clean, it wouldn't, wouldn't work right. The friction was just well, so high. You've never worked with gauge blocks, I take it. No, not me. <laughs> All right. Let's get to your – it's really worth seeing. I think it was Discovery that we watched it just recently because they landed. Let's go to uh, um, Newell in Newington. What's going on, Newell? You there, Newell? Updated. And my problem is when I'm on the Wi-Fi, uh, very often it becomes slow to reload a page or it will not reload the page at all. I have a fix for it. I go to Advanced Settings and under Proxy – I removed the SOC SOC protocol, mm -hmm. and uh, everything works beautifully again, but the same problem will repeat itself several times a day. So mm -hmm. I have a repair, but it's eight mouse clicks, and uh, I don't know why it keeps going to that SOX protocol, why I have to uncheck that mark to make everything work again. That is bizarre. And it, and it rechecks after time? This is a Mac, you're saying? It is. Hmm. You give us a good stumper on this one. This one's funky. Um, this is your home? It is. Right. Uh, and it works on uh, the same problem when I visit different Wi-Fi sites. Uh, huh. If I have my uh, laptop at home or at the office or at uh, in-laws. How old is the um, lap the MacBook? It's uh, three years old, but it's all updated with the latest software packages. Okay. Hmm, this is a good one. And the only solution, now this solution you found accidentally? Um, so I've been using this fix for six months, and I don't know how I stumbled across it, but uh, it wasn't curating that the it wouldn't reload, and sometimes I would have to, like, visit another Wi-Fi provider, and um, the computer would work again, and when it would log down, that's it. I was all done at that location. I'd have to move locations again. So somehow it's the auto-detect proxy yeah. somehow picking up the SOX protocol, which must work on some website, and right. when I go to another website, it won't remove the socks, even though it still says the box is still checked automatic detect. 
Weird. And uh, and again, because I mentioned that I do have all the updates, this was with my previous software package and with the new. I can't remember the the name of the, the new, new yeah the new operating c- system, but right. it happened with that too. Yeah, so I am finding some. Berkeley seems to have some information on this. Their ED, oh, this is a, their college out there in California, talks about this. We're gonna do a look. Can we uh, do a little research, Newell, on this through the break? That'd be great. This is gonna be a good one. Thanks for giving us a headache this morning. We're gonna be here <laughs> until eleven o'clock. We're gonna research Newell's issue of his sock issue. And thank you guys. You're jammed up the line, so we're gonna go to a, a break for news and get back to your calls. Uh, We're going to be here at 11 o'clock. Everything's posted over at computertalkwithtab.com or if you follow us on Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg deems the newsworthy and you're not in Australia, it might get into your news feed. And, of course, if you're following us on Facebook Live at WTIC's Facebook page, we apologize. We'll be right back. back. This is Computer Talk. I'm Eric. I'm Bob. And we're here until 11 o'clock. Thank you guys for uh, joining us on this Saturday morning. And we're on with Newell, who's got a MacBook issue where his Mac will slow down over time, and he has to turn off the sock proxy that keeps coming on, right? Right. So we did some searching, and of course, we would never have thought of this because apples don't get viruses, but it turns out that's what it could be. We're, we're going to put two links up there for you. One where you can actually try to force that proxy to stop causing you issues, which would be a technical issue. The second is that people think it's a, it's a malware issue. Um, what do you have there, Bob? Well, I got a bleeping computer that I also found yeah. that said he found a hidden uh, piece of malware, and it was located in... I just had it here. <laughs> it was for the Sox proxy. It was in, uh, where was it? <laughs> but it is definitely, I think it's a malware issue, but. Yeah, the VAR temp MITM proxy, and he removed that along with other things to fix the problem. So it was malware for this guy. So you may want to, do you have any kind of malware scanner, Newell? No, apples don't get viruses. Uh, yeah, right, I know. <laughs> I know. So what you could do is try to download a free um, version of uh, a scanner for Macs, because they do exist. Um, Can you suggest one? Malwarebytes, I think, would have one for All right. for Mac, and that would be one you'd want to try. No, they may not be offering the free tool as much as they used to. Um, some, I've been hearing they may not be free per se, but Malwarebytes would be a good one to choose. Okay. Apple might even have a suggestion, even though they don't have any viruses. They might even give you a suggestion as to what tool you should try. But uh, I think it's malware. Okay, it's a virus. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Bob. You're welcome, Noel. Thank you. Yep, bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right, so he's moving on, and uh, let's go to Dennis in Glastonbury. What's going on, Dennis? Dennis, you there? Morning, Dennis. You there? Well, Dennis going once. Dennis, you there? I'm here. Oh, there you are. What can I do for you, sir? Or what can we do for Uh, you? I'm looking for some information on replacing my iPhone 5. Yep. um, I bought it probably five or six years ago on a website uh, that does resales called Glide. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but no. I had very good luck with it. 
Good. And so I'm, I'm looking at either a, a 7 plus or an 8 plus, mm-hmm. and I'm confused about what kind of capacity I need. Um, I think with mine, I've only got 32 gigs. Yeah. And you can get 64, 128, 256. Right. Um, I, I don't use it for a lot. I mean, I do go on YouTube, emails. Uh, I've got probably 20 or 30 apps. But um, right. any ideas for what I need? I mean, is 64 yeah. enough? Is, 64 is enough if you don't really take pictures and store it locally on your device um, oh, or I, music. I, that is that is something I do. I do use it as a camera, and I store. I've got thousands of, of but I use the iCloud for storage. Right. So then again, your local storage is not as uh, big a deal because Apple's happy to have it out there in the cloud. Eventually, yeah. they're going to hit you with charges as you store it out there. Right. Yeah, I pay the, the dollar a month for whatever. But yeah. in any case... So 64 is is enough. Probably 120 is more than sufficient. 128. Oh, definitely. 64 is probably plenty, and 128 would be nice too. If the price is not too bad with an older Apple device like that, you're probably getting a deal in the first place. Yeah, yeah. There's not much of a difference in price between the two, and and I've had good luck before, so I'm going to cross my fingers and, and hopefully I'll I'll do. I just need a bigger screen, and and hopefully it'll fit in my pocket. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's too large. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah okay. I think I think it'll be great. Terrific. Thanks for the help. I appreciate it. Great, You're great welcome. show you guys have. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. We yeah. appreciate it. Let's go on to uh, Fred in Glastonbury next. What's going on, Fred? Uh, yes, this may be a repeat of a previous question you just had, but uh, I have an iPhone 12, mm-hmm. and my wife is concerned about, uh, she has one also, about malware and other things getting on there. Do, do you, can you load antivirus onto an iPhone 12, or what is the best way of protecting? Hmm. I don't. Because I have I, I have Norton that I use on all my you know laptops and hard you know PCs and stuff, but uh, uh, I didn't know if the Norton, uh, for example, covers uh, piece, uh, iPhones. Well, I'm sure they exist. The question is, should you should you worry about it as much? Um, we can do some searching on here for iPhone uh, software. Uh, yeah, they have Zavast, Avast, Avira. Okay. Oh, you know what? Uh, ESET. ESET is a good um, choice there. Norton may have a tool for you if you like Norton um, that you can you can try Norton. But uh, ESET was one that's pretty big on most Android and Apple devices, I'm pretty sure. So it's a good idea to have protection on your systems, especially if you're doing things that are uh, sensitive. Uh, I wouldn't recommend you use your phone to do anything too sensitive, but people use them right. for banking and what have you. Um, so we actually, <laughs> Bob found a uh, an article where he's got some uh, options for you to try, and we'll post it up there from Tech Radar. And and we're not I'm, we don't use it. Um, I'm an Android guy, so I couldn't tell you which exactly one to, to choose. But ESET's a pretty pretty big name in the business. That's E S E T or is it? Yeah, yeah, E S E T. Okay, well, thank you very much. I'll check that out. All right, very good. All right. I didn't think Apple was at 12. I thought they were at 11. Are they at 12? Yeah, they keep they keep raising the bar. Huh. They should get up to 21. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Joe in Glastonbury with an iPhone issue as well. Joe, you there? I am. Good morning, guys. Morning. Um. Thanks for taking my call. You got a great show. I've listened for a while. I Thanks. have a phone question. Mm-hmm. First, I, I have a Google Pixel 3a XL. All right. And and I can't hear anything on if I go to a media like a YouTube or somebody posts something uh, on Twitter or whatever. 
I, I can't hear it. And then I researched it, and since some update on the Android version 11, I saw that a bunch of other people has had this problem since, like, last year, November. Oh, but boy. they haven't fixed it. And I, I wonder why they would do what, that. Yeah, so you you don't know. Do you know anything about this and what I could do? I mean, I, luckily I can, like, the phone calls now, I can go to speaker and, right. and listen to it. But... You know, media I can't I can't listen to anymore, and it doesn't seem like a lot of people were upset and threatening to go back to iPhone or something. So, and I don't want to go to. I've always had Android. Yeah, um, and I don't know why they would do this. Old. Right. Well. And so, you're yeah. up to date. You're up to the, you're up to the le- yeah, the version eleven. Yeah, even. Yep. And and I don't know why it took me, you know, this happened to me a few weeks ago, and I saw people uh, when I researched it that had this problem back in November. Yeah. So I don't know what to do, but if there's, I don't, you know, I'm not going to buy a new phone. No. This, uh, it's been a good phone. No, I agree. But, yeah, uh, the other thing, if oh, I got you on the phone, I'd ask about, I have an old laptop, but I don't really get a new one. I read articles on my phone, but what would your suggestion be for a, a tablet or something to, re, you know, for reading at, at home? I like the Samsung tablets, the Galaxies, Samsung Galaxy tabs. Okay. Um, I've, had a, I've had a Galaxy tab now for maybe five, six years. It's, it's still working great. It's an older one. It's the same one Danny from uh, Glastonbury has. <laughs> um, it works really well, and uh, the, there's a new flavor out that I'm not going to change to until this one dies. Um, but I would tell you to check out the Galaxy tabs. They're definitely... The, now, now, Android has a Pixel uh, tablet, believe it or not. You can go to Google and check out their, their device, but I haven't heard good things about it. Oh, okay. So I would stick with the the Samsung for now. Uh, yeah, I did have the Samsung phone. Yeah, I'm looking here on your sound issue, and this is on Pixel's support here. Nothing really comes up about how you're going to fix this right now because of the version update. I'm sure they're going to fix it. I can't imagine they wouldn't fix it um, over time. And that's a long time, though, to have I agree. people not be able to listen to media on the phone. That's crazy nowadays, isn't it? Where I think it is. That? I agree. Um, there's always <laughs> these companies are not in a hurry to fix these things because if they can get you to buy a new one, it's a new one, right? They're following the Apple model. <laughs> oh, I know. You're, a friend has a a four and doesn't have that problem. Have you tried disconnecting a Bluetooth speaker in the meantime? I. I can connect to the. I think I can connect to the Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. So if you want to wait until they fix it, I, I don't have a specific answer for you because there's, there's nothing you can do. Um, I would tell you to connect to a small Bluetooth speaker in the meantime, which seems silly, but yeah, it, and that it, would work. And that's it would why work. I can wait. But they should come out with a fix, right? That's I think they will. It's not a discontinued phone, is it? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But it. You know, they came out with a new model. It's already probably almost a year year ago. They came out with the four. I think the three yeah. A was a more affordable version than right. the three. I believe. Yeah, but it's been great. Yeah, I had a Pixel two, and then I upgraded to the five. Very happy with the five um, so far. Oh, there's a five. <laughs> I'm yeah. way behind. Well, yeah. that's that's okay. 
even weirder on the five that where you put your ear to listen, the actual speaker for the five is behind the glass. So they vibrate the glass screen rather than actually have a speaker that's open. That's why it's more quote unquote water, not waterproof, but water, water, resistant. water resistant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have no fix for you. I wish I could give you a fix for this. There isn't one that I can see. You just have to wait until they fix it on it for you. I'm sorry. Oh, and, and for the laptop, your oh no, the Pixel took care of that. So we're good as far as uh, your tablet and your uh, phone issue. As far we're as I good. can give yeah, you answers. My, you wouldn't believe my my computer. I have it almost a 2007 HP. It was Vista. I think that might have been the worst operating system ever. But yes, sir. I had an IT guy help me just wipe that out and put on Kubuntu or whatever that is. Ubuntu. Ubuntu. Yeah. Ubuntu. Yeah. Nice. That's Linux. And it works. Yep. So I don't need to upgrade. Good for you. Hey, thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Great show. No, thank you. Have All right, we're going to step out for uh, a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. This is Computer Talk. We're here till 11 o'clock, and then coming up at 11, Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. We'll be right back. Saturday morning. Let's try to get to your calls. You're online here for us. Let's go to uh, looks like Antoinette in Fairfield. What's going on? I have a question. I have a email that I use for everything. I have several, but I've noticed this past week that while it's open, it seems like Google is automatically signing it out without me doing that. Has there been a change in the operation? Because I'm, like, in the email, I'm looking at other websites, then I go to, like, I to go back there to check the email, and I have to sign back in, and I never signed out. Yeah, we're getting some weird feedback here, but... um. Are you using the Gmail app on your phone, or where are you using where are you using no, this email? I'm going directly to the website. No, no app. Directly All right. To the so you're browsing to it, and it's a browser that you're logging in with your email. Yes. 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 And they're logging you out. That's strange. Yes. I mean, there could be an inact there could be an inactivity timeout on the website. There could be um, that they've modified. Is there a specific amount of time, or is it just random? Um. It's like it might be about an hour, a little over an hour. Yeah. Because I'm on there a lot, and I'm concerned that if I do a webinar or something, that I'll get automatically cut off in the middle because I get um, continuing net credits for my field. And so that's been a little concern because now I have to go back and sign in, and a couple of them I have a two-factor authentication. Right. Yeah for those two particular ones, and I have to go through all of that, and it's time-consuming. Right, but that, you haven't had any issues being signed out of those, only your email. No, all of them. All, oh. all the websites, all, all, all of them, all of them. Wow. You know, they're all open because I'll check the emails on e each one, and I'll keep them open, and then I'll say I'll do it later and close them out, and then when I go back to one of them or the main one, I'm having to sign back in. And I've never signed out on any of them. They could all be open, and it's the same thing. I'm wondering if you're getting some sort of a network issue that's drop. Your network is dropping, and then when you reconnect, it wants you to re uh, resign in. Yeah, resign in. What, what kind of internet do you have? Um, I'm with Optimum. Optimum. Hmm. Is it a yes. cable service? Yes. Okay. 
Their internet probably is pretty good. Um, hmm, why I would they? Oh. You guys might have an answer. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it, it, so timeouts for websites are not uncommon. You can have a website that you've quote unquote signed into, and then they'll automatically sign you out for security reasons. Um, which makes sense in some instances. You're saying this is happening across the board, though. Even at like, yeah, like, it's been happening yeah, a week there, and I've went back to settings to see if I may have accidentally did something because I was trying to make that more precise, you know, not overwhelming, mm -hmm. and I couldn't find anything that would give me a time out. No. Are you working from home? Yes, I'm home. Okay. And I have an iPhone, but I have a PC and an iPhone, so they're not they're two different systems, mm -hmm. kind of, I guess. Well, my uh, where I'm going is, how long has it been since you've rebooted your modem, your cable modem, how do and you your router? The cable modem. Yeah. Oh, when they had a blackout and it, and they went out because it seems like with optimum. Oh, we're almost about that time. It could be today. It just seems like my internet <laughs> just goes out, and I have to go through all of that. Take the, take it out the um, apparatus, put it back in there. It seems like it happens at a certain time, like around this time every month. Okay. And I've been noticing this for nine months. So you have a, you pretty often have to reset your modem. I think maybe your modem is going bad and dropping you, causing these issues. Um, oh, okay. that's kind of where we're headed. If you're seeing this kind of trouble every month for nine months where you're completely down, your modem could be failing. You may want to call Optimum to have them swap it out for you if you're going to continue to use their modem. Um, that's probably no, this the is issue. Fine. This is one that I brought. Okay. So it's not that old. I don't even think this is two, three years old. Well, it doesn't matter the age. Eventually they can fail. All sorts of things fail for all sorts of different reasons. Um, oh. But we're, we're thinking it's your Internet service causing you to be disconnected and, and having to have you re-sign in. Yeah, I'd have Optimum check the cable and run a deep test on it. Oh, right. What was, that, what was the thing we, the guy told us? Deep scan. Deep, tell him to do a deep scan. A deep, D-E-E-P? Yeah, deep, deep scan. scan. That's, the, that's the code word to get things done. Okay. Find out if there's corrosion on some sort of a connector. Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. maybe there's issues with your, your cable service, we think. Yeah, I kind of think so. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, there's no settings that would would do that across the board. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was looking. I said, I don't see anything. I know no. I can do that on the phone. Right. To, to say, but I said, not on my desktop. Not okay. that I know. All right, Antoinette, good luck. Thank you so much. Peace You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go on to Cub real quick here in Glastonbury. We'll do our best here for you, Cub. We're coming up against a hard stop here. What's up? Hi. Um, you guys do a great job, actually. Thanks, Thanks. very much for what you do. Um, I'm uh, cutting the cord, and I'm wondering, I, you don't have to answer the questions online necessarily, but if you could put it up on your website on the better modem slash routers to get. Yeah. And also, um, I've got a... Um, a Canon printer that I bought in 2015 and I made about 3,200 copies on it and I want to get a new printer just black yeah and if you could give and I know you've talked about this stuff before but yeah HP lasers it. HP lasers is where I'd have you go yeah yeah I gotta, I, we gotta patch it down cut but we'll put some of that information up for you thank you for calling I wanted to get to your call before that the end of the, um, the show here I want to thank Matt Sorois for producing back there in Farmington I want to thank all you guys for joining us on a Saturday morning thank you Mike G for posting everything live over to computertalkwithtab.com. See you next week.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.